What's up guys, welcome to another podcast here today from the Dojo Rescue and in this next series we're going to be talking about really the sales process, uh, what do we do after, I think the, the last few videos we talked about leads, getting leads, how that all works, this is sort of the next big juggernaut area that's important with every martial arts business, or actually any business to be honest, yep. when it comes to the sales, like how do you actually get someone from becoming a lead to an actually paying client and someone who actually sticks around as well. Yeah. So we're, we're really talking about you know, the, what is the waymer or the teamer specialized way of the intro process. We're gonna look at it at, at its sort of big picture view and the next couple of episodes we might just highlight a couple of areas. So Graham, when somebody comes into the martial arts uh, school, whatever, whatever school it may be with ours, What's sort of the, the, the big picture view of that initial meeting? Well, look, it's, it's important to make sure that uh, there's those necessary stages stepped. And that is, obviously, the meet and greet is an important part. So we have a dedicated staff member that will meet the person at the front desk. Uh, so we, make just sure. to, we have a program director. So we, we have do, a yeah, dedicated we program director. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of schools that will blend that role. But again, we have someone who is, as you said, dedicated to that sales experience to make sure they've got that red carpet service. So we will meet and greet, we'll obviously uh, do the necessary um, uh, introductions right then and there. We have a few sort of little special tricks we do with the kids to engage. You know, there's certain things about how they stand and whatnot. And especially when we are meeting someone for the very first time, it's important to make sure not just to speak to the adults, but to pretty much bypass the adult, and if it is a kid's intro, and go straight to the kids. Because mm -hmm. what that does is it shows a great way that we have that authority, that connection, that rapport straight off the bat, and then sort of move into the office area. Once we've made that connection, the parents then start to go, wow, you guys are obviously very uh, experienced in this role. We'll move into a, an office space or an area dedicated for the, you know, I guess the conversation part to this piece, mm -hmm. and we'll sit down and we'll start asking a few initial questions first and foremost. Uh, and then obviously there's, a few stories we might say that, that are relevant to their needs of that individual. So, what well, maybe show to you, Eddie, what are you, in your mind are some of the things that we need to get out in the open, I guess, uh, be upfront, mm. uh, and not be that tricky salesman, <clears throat> I guess. Mm. Uh, we don't we want, we want to trick anyone to join. We mm. really want to uh, get the right people and, and make sure you know that we get a high conversion, but there's got to be a right way of doing it. Mm. What are some of the questions a salesperson or program director should be asking and going through that initial meeting? Yeah, well, I mean, I think actually you nailed it with one word, and it was showing them, right? Mm. So, you know, if you're bringing in those kids and you're directing all your attention to the child, you're showing <laughs> the parent, right, what we are and what we do. Yeah. And that's the brand, right? And if you think about the brand that you're displaying to people as they come in, that brand is caring for them and customer service and professionality. And that is why we'll go from the fun part of it into a formalized setting, yep, right? Yep. And that just says we're professional, mm. right? But also people don't just buy from sales. In the old days, we used to say marketing, that if no sales happening, there's nothing happening, <laughs> yeah. right? But now it's actually, if there's no branding happening, there's nothing happening. Mm. So this is your first sort of point of call for displaying the brand, yeah. right? And by displaying that brand, people then will purchase without any real sales, mm. yeah. right? And part of that is those questions, as you say, uh, why are they coming in? Understanding them, because people are about themselves. They want yeah. you to understand them mm. rather than we often will go, oh, we're gonna show you, we're gonna tell you all about us, right? It's really about them, and do they fit it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I often talk about fit and features. Yes, it is about our fit and features, but it's about those fit and features fitting them. Mm, sure. Right? So the questions will typically be, what's attracted you to martial arts? 
how has this come about and going a bit deeper yeah. into that story yeah. of theirs. Yeah. I think it's also important that uh, sales has changed over the years, meaning uh, I know when we first started <laughs> selling, it would be very, you wouldn't, you would hide the fees, you know, you wouldn't tell the fees because you were worried that they would see the fees and run away. Yeah. And you really wanted to show the value and then get to the fees. Now, it's sort of changed now when, and you know, you don't sell then serve, you now serve, then sell. Hmm. You've got to serve the client and meet their needs first, as you said, and then you do the selling later. And it's almost like it becomes a no-brainer. Like I remember, you know, back in the day where you wouldn't, you would hide the fees, <laughs> yeah. right? You would let them do their trial classes, and then you're at the join-up meeting, and that would be the first time you go, well, this is the fees, and you're like, yes or no? Is it, is it a yes or a no? Yeah. Whereas the way we've sort of trained and sort of changed it now is like, if you're in that meeting, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah. You know the fees, pretty much you know the classes and the value, mm. it's almost like it's time to go. Man, look, while you're talking there, I'm just, I'm, I'm laughing to myself because there's a phrase you use often, is that people buy from someone they know, like, and trust. Mm. And that's a big part of what we're doing here is by not hiding those fees, we've got nothing to hide. So we're trustworthy people mm. and we want to then create such value and, and make sure that these guys are seeing us as a reputable place to go to, they're trustworthy, they've got my interest, uh, you know, they've got the solution to the pains that we yeah. have. Why wouldn't I want to hang around this awesome community and be a part of this? And that's yeah. that's something that while we're going through this process and, and we'll use that phrase diagnostic selling, we'll ask yeah. lots of questions, and I already sort of mentioned that before, is asking great questions and getting someone to talk about themselves allows you to dictate and steer that conversation to make sure you're meeting the needs. So as much as this process is very structured in what needs to happen and when, we still make sure that that's that freedom and creativity that the, the, the salesperson or the person, the membership consultant is able to guide that person. They start to go off track a little bit. They're able to bring them back in alignment and, and keep them moving forward to get so that just, result. Just like a doctor would diagnose the issue to prescribe <laughs> you the right medication, <laughs> The program director diagnoses the, the the client so that we can direct you to the correct program. Mm. Yeah, there's no point putting you, uh, you know, as they say, an adult came in and you, they want to do kickboxing and we put them in a in a in a in a, yeah, a karate class. Yeah. maybe it's not a right fit for them. Do you know what I mean? So the whole point of that program director or membership consultant is to really understand to the nth degree what this person wants, their desires, you know, what is it that you know, mm. we can find from within our service that we can provide yeah. for them to reach their goals. And is it even the right fit for them? That's right. Yeah, like sometimes you've got to ask that. Like, yeah. Your kid's doing piano lesson Monday, Tuesday they've got swimming, Wednesday they've got the next thing, Thursday, they're going to come once a week, you're really squeezed and they hate karate. But <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, when you tell someone that it's not a right fit for them, they want it even more. And that's part of also our sales process as well. Is like we, in that initial uh, meeting, we will say like, this is not for everyone. Mm. And as the, although you are trialing this to see if this mm. is the right fit for you, we're also going to be trialing you, the client, to see if you're a right fit for our school. Yeah. And if you are a right fit, then we may open up a position for you. And that whole mentality of like, well, we don't accept everyone. And they sort of really want to be a part of it. They turn up more regularly. They're more committed to their training. And, you know, as I said, we get to that, that last join-up meeting. Well, they're more inclined to join because... You know, they've been accepted to the, 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 the school. Mm -hmm. They know the fees. And when we talk about fees, so how do we do that, you know, guys? So when we talk about fees early on, obviously we don't go, it's X like this. Yeah. What, do, what do we do to sort of show the fees but not pigeonhole them to a certain fee level? Yeah, look, most people will ask about fees on your booking call or their first sort of couple of interactions, yeah. maybe first second, right? 
and it's good to give them a bit of a range because if you've got multiple programs or it depends how many times they come a week, this type of thing, mm. you can't really give them a specific until they've come in. That's right. But I would say to them, look, our classes are between 10 and $15 or 10 and $30, depending on what type of classes you Correct. Yeah. Right. So you give them a range uh, and say, but what we do is we actually find the exact right uh, schedule for you and the exact right uh, program. And then that'll give you the exact price when you come in and have a chat with us. And that sort of gets them in. And it's a part of the plan. Like people want a plan. Mm. They want to know, oh, okay, how it works. Make contact. Then we have a little meeting, find the perfect plan for me. And then I trial it. Right. Yeah. And they like that plan, but you've actually got to tell them the plan <laughs> because it's, they're sort of hanging there waiting. Like yeah. a classic mistake a lot of salespeople make is they don't go, okay, would you like to sign today? Or would you like to join our community? Right, just as simple as that, just mm. asking people if they yeah. want us to help them with that, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and often a, a client will be sitting there hanging, waiting, uh, <laughs> do I sign or what's next? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? um, uh, look, I certainly know that uh, one of the things that we've been doing that we've always had in our process, but we brought it forward in this particular procedure is our yellow belt guarantee. And that is something that one of our other schools now is operating where in their intro pack, the very first thing that the student will get or the potential new client will get when they come in, some information, they're going through the process. When they lay out the fees and they discuss the fees, already in that info pack is this detailed guarantee that if they become a member of the school, that we guarantee their, uh, I guess, satisfaction. And if, if we don't fulfill our end, we will recredit them back that uh, money that they've invested, their uniforms and so on and so forth. So we're kind of putting our money where our mouth is and making sure that we go, look, we are worth it, we're a high-end school, but again, we guarantee what we, we put forward. And mm -hmm. I guess while, while we're sort of chatting here too is, we're talking about our process, but there's also a lot of other processes that go around in, in different schools. There's probably guys that are listening to this that don't have a sales process, they just jump into class. Probably yeah. guys that are watching this go, hey, we do group intros or whatever else. And I guess, we don't justify why you should do one way or another. The reason why we do this is we position ourselves as a high-end martial arts organization. And again, if I, I relate it to going to a high-end restaurant, you've got a butler, you've got a, high, a server who will care for your every need. Or the flip of that, you go to a buffet where you just put your head in the trough and you eat whatever the hell you want. So I tend and there to are want to skills to do that. There is like yeah. all you can eat, get in there and away you yeah, go. Ten bucks, tell everything. So so it's uh, it, Sunday. <laughs> it's one of those things where when you start looking at that is where do you want to be? And the reason why this is a detailed process is because we want to give these guys the care factor, not just to convert and get a sale, but create a long term relationship so these guys stay with us forever. That's really kind of the key that we want to try and do. This. Yeah, and yeah. it's worth noting that I mean, customer service costs nothing. Yeah, right. So when you go to a golf course and you sit there and you're waiting for you know to be sent off to your tee, what what do you do? Well, you sit around on a park bench and there's not really much going on there, but everything's manicured, mm. right? And it's all those little bits and pieces that creates the feeling. Yeah. even men buy off feeling. Mm. Right, we all buy off feeling. It's part of our sort of feminine part of us. Right? So the we all got go, it. The lads go to the golf course and they're like, "Oh, that's a ladsy thing." They're like, "Oh, that's nice grass." Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same. I love your smell. Yeah, yeah. It's the fresh grass in the morning. So, um, and it's no different for your martial arts dojo. When people are waiting, uh, your walls should have your mural on it, or your branding, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Get them a glass of water. A little bit yeah. of law of reciprocation. All those little things cost nothing, but they just create that feel for your dojo yeah. straight off the bat. 
What else, Phil, in this sort of process we've got? We've talked about we're up to that sort of fee area. What happens after this? Because, again, I know we're going to dive in a little deeper. Yeah, we'll dive in a little bit later, a little bit more into detail of the, some of the highlighted areas, a bit more specificity on those areas. Mm. But I think it's important. I think what I want to wrap up on is, you know, do you do an intro and jump them straight into classes? Or in that intro process, should there be that 10, 15 minutes of one-on-one or one-on-two Time. So we're talking about giving them a little bit of a taste test. You know, I know what we do is we know it doesn't matter what school we have, and some schools are better suited to this than not. But we always find a way. Meaning, uh, they do the tour, they show the school, you know, they give them all the values, the benefits, and etc. etc. Then we take them to an area where they actually get to do a couple of punches, a couple of kicks, make mm. them feel like, wow, they've really got this. This does two things for an adult. It makes them feel like they've sort of. They're not going in real fresh. Yeah. They're real green, you know, into their class. They know what a combo one and two is. They know what their left hand and right hand is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So when they go to that first class, they got an idea. Rather than getting there and going, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> For a kid and a parent, it also demonstrates that authority, gives that child also a little bit more understanding of some of the moves. Mm-hmm. So they're not, you know, losing focus or running off with the fairies type of thing and the parent also gets to see some of the teachings there as well. Yeah. So I think it's super important to do that sort of 10, 15 minute Give it a try. Yep. Now, does that change sometimes with your promotions? Yeah, I get it, everything changes, but your structure of that introductory process of that first meet and greet is so important that you follow that through right to the end and then you know get into their trial classes. Look, just, just to wrap it up, I know that we've got a lot of clients that, and, and some in particular that stood out recently that said, for for the 600 people that came into their business, and that's a hell of a lot of people to come through the doors, which is great, they kept about 50 that's not so good, you know? So they weren't doing this process. They would just say, come on down for X time and jump straight into class. And that sadly was a very, very mismanaged process because of the fact that they couldn't control the experience that that person had. And they weren't able to meet the needs and diagnose what was going on first and foremost. So when you look at the, the effort it took to get 600 people coming through their doors to only keep 50, this is why this process that we go through is so valuable to make sure you're going to get the best results for the efforts that you put in all aspects. Not only the marketing, which obviously brings them in the door, but you want to convert that sale as well too. Yeah, that's right. It is about controlling the interaction. And I mean, there are people that run processes where they go straight into class and it works for some niches, but yeah. not all niches, right? Yeah. So for, for Waymar and for most people as the default, I would have an intro. Yeah because it lets the customer feel at ease coming in and you don't get that dropout rate, yeah. right? But um, if you have a, a course that's not as, uh, like they've done boxing with boxer size before, it's not martial arts per se. Yep. Some of those they can do other processes, mm-hmm. right? But as a default, the intro and then going into trial classes yep, for is, sure. is the ideal process. Yeah, for sure. Cool guys, well thank you very much for listening in on this episode as we talked about the intro process and really the sales process. This is sort of a part one of this four part series as we talk about and diagnose and dissect all the little bits and pieces that we do within our sales process. So make sure you uh, watch and listen to the ones coming which are gonna be awesome. If any of what we're talking about interests you and you wanna reach out, head to our website, timo.com.au. Then we've got some free courses in there. You can join our Timo Business School which is a private Facebook group. You guys can jump in on the conversation there. And obviously we have our high end sort of coaching and training that we provide as well. So if any of that interests you guys, reach out. Give us a, a, a message or a, a contact at the website teamup.com.au. We'll see you real soon, guys, and make sure you go out there and implement the information. Don't just let it come into your head. All right, guys? Take care. Bye.